Welcome to Pints and Pelvic Floors, a podcast designed to normalize the discussion around all things pee, poop, sex, and more. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Noble, owner of Pelvic Pride Physical Therapy and Wellness, an LGBTQ-owned transgender safe space and clinic for all. Grab a pint and come as you are as we uncover the myths around our genitals and destigmatize normal body functions, as well as normalize asking for help. So raise your glass because it's a beautiful day to save pelvic floors. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Pelvic Floors, a podcast. Um, hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode. As you can tell, my voice is back. Things should be sounding pretty normal now. Um, it was a long two weeks. I'm glad to be through that. Um, anyway, so hope you all have been having a good holiday season. Um, things are definitely ramping up here, but we are also kind of in the slowdown of our business year. So we are in the clinic for two more weeks. We take the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's off every year tend to find that most patients don't want to be here. Um, you know, kids are home from school, families in town, they're traveling, whatever it may be. And so we tend to just take that time for ourselves too, to do, have a nice like reset and get ready for the new year. So we are definitely looking forward to that. Um, keep an eye out, not next week's episode, but the one after that, we'll actually be doing a big recap of all the things that have happened um, in 2023. So hopefully you enjoy kind of reflecting with us and celebrating um, some of the really cool stuff we've been able to do. So. As promised around the Thanksgiving holiday, today we are going to talk about some grounding techniques. Um, These are super helpful techniques in my life, um, things that I have utilized personally, things I've utilized in clinic when I'm working with patients. Um, Maybe I'm finding that a patient is actually kind of ramping up my energy, making my heart rate go up, making me a little more anxious. Um, So I'm starting to kind of take on their thing. And so um, I utilize some of these to help kind of calm me back down. Um, also just in like personal life, I'm out and about in a situation where maybe I'm not feeling my greatest or whatever it may be. These are some of the techniques I use. Um, we're going to put more of a pelvic focus on these. And so I'll talk to you about how I kind of utilize them in clinic with my patients, but we'll also kind of talk about them from more of a, um, like personal perspective too. So the first one I'm going to tell you about is one that I actually recently just had a chat with a patient about, but also this came from a patient of mine. Um, when I was in Florida and she kind of taught me this concept of like feet flat on the ground, um, making sure you're not contacting other objects, but like feet flat. And then, um, she actually goes one step further and says, open the crown of your like head open and let the energy kind of flow in your body and out through your crown. But anyway, feet on the floor is super nice. Um, some people will actually take this a step further and they really like, like contact of their feet, like bare feet into the earth, like finding some grass or something to put their feet down on. Um, and that can be a really nice grounding technique, especially if you're into energy and really like the idea of like kind of feeling the energy from the earth. Um, not going to lie. I definitely love doing this occasionally going outside my front yard and putting my feet into our grass. Anyway, feet flat on the floor is a really nice, um, kind of grounding technique. Feels like it kind of, um, just gives you a solid surface or solid foundation in your body. So that's a good one. Um, another one comes from, for me, um, this comes from a example of something that we did when we were in PT school. We actually went through this thing called a progressive relaxation. And so the way we were instructed when we were in class was um, different things. You kind of, it's like a guided meditation. It talks you through like clenching your, um, squeezing your forehead, kind of crunching it up as much as you can and then letting it go and feel that relaxation. Um, you know, puckering your lips like you're blowing a kiss and then letting go, clenching your jaw and letting go. And so the concept is just kind of this like clench and release. And so a nice kind of more subtle way to do this, maybe you're having a conversation and you're getting a little 
um, upregulated. Maybe you are um, on a Zoom call or something where you're able to do this kind of inconspicuously. But a nice way to do this is to clench your fists really tight and then release and kind of feel that change from that tight tension feeling into that nice relaxation feeling. Um, and that can be a nice grounding option as well. Um, one that was given to us by my business mentor, um, Nicole Cuisine, is washing your hands. So what she recommends is to kind of take that as like a reset between patients to wash your hands. Um, Nori Clemens also gives an example of like taking all your clothes off at the end of the day and changing into your kind of home outfit as like washing yourself of your day. And so I kind of like the concept there of like using just like a washing mechanism or um, like metaphor of like washing your hands physically or kind of taking your clothes off out of your work clothes and into your home clothes can be a nice way to kind of wash a situation from you. Um, similarly, if it's kind of at home with family, whatever it may be, if you're just having a stressful conversation or you need to kind of just get away, being able to step aside and, and kind of wash, almost like washing the conversation off, that can be a helpful um, technique to use. Two that we use a lot more in clinic because we do a lot with the breath, right? If we think about how much the diaphragm is related to the pelvic floor and how when we're taking an inhale in, our diaphragm is moving out, our pelvic floor is moving down. And then the opposite is we exhale, the abdominals in the diaphragm is coming um, up and in, the pelvic floor is coming up. So we do a lot with breathing. One technique that I have seen um, is called 478 breathing. If you've worked with therapists in the past, mental health therapists in the past, chances are you've been provided this as an exercise um, if you're dealing with any kind of like anxiety or just need some like regulation in the body. The 478 breathing is taking an inhale for four seconds holding the breath for seven seconds, and then exhaling for eight seconds. Um, what I like about this is it really kind of distracts you. It gives you something else to focus on. It makes you really slow down and slow your breathing and be very intentional with what you're doing. So that's a really interesting one. A way we've kind of adapted it or changed it a little bit, and it's not new to us, just something that we use in the clinic though, is to actually use what we call box breathing. For this one, I instruct my clients to do a four-second inhale a four second hold, a four second exhale, and another four second hold, and then repeat. Some people don't like the holds, they don't like holding their breath. And so for those patients, I just have them inhale, exhale, and then inhale, exhale again. So we're still making our box, we're still doing four seconds in, four seconds out. It's just two breaths to complete a box instead of one. Now we'll take this one step further um, with our patients when we want to get our vagus nerve involved, and we'll actually use some eye movement. So vagus nerve, I think we're, we're going like rest, digest. We want to really work on some down regulation instead of some up regulation. So we need to calm our body. I'll actually have my patients use their eyeballs. So not their skull, not their head. They're not moving their neck around in a square, but they're using their eye. Tell them just to kind of find some distant space in front of you. I want you to use your eyes and I want you to track the top of the box as you're inhaling. And then I want you to let the eyes drop as you're making the, you know, down stroke of this box. And then they're moving across the bottom to make the bottom of the box and up again. And so basically your eyes are tracing some imaginary box in space as you're inhaling, holding, exhaling, and holding. Um, so that's box breathing or box breathing with eye movement, which I really enjoy. And the last one that I give out a ton um, is a body scan. And so with a body scan, um, we're really just going to take a nice deep breath in and we're looking into five of our very heavily guarded areas, five areas we tend to hold a lot of tension. And that's going to be our jaw, our shoulders, our belly, our butt muscles, and our pelvic floor. 
And so what I have my patients do with this body scan is it's just a check-in to say, okay, nice deep breath in. And then on my exhale, I'm going to let go of my jaw. Maybe I'll let my tongue rest at the top of my mouth, see if that doesn't help let go of those muscles, let them kind of unlock the jaw muscles. I'm going to let my shoulders drop. Maybe they've crept up into my ears and I'm going to let them go. I'm going to let my belly be soft. I'm not going to be holding it in. I'm not going to be protective or not going to be um, trying to engage my abdominals. But I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to untuck my glutes. I'm going to let them go. I'm not going to be clenching. They're not going to be squeezed. They're just going to be nice and soft. And then I'm going to let go of my pelvic floor. So again, shouldn't be holding in, shouldn't be super guarded, should just be really relaxed and in a nice downward state. Um, that's my body scan. I have it as a handout. I give it to patients. I'll have them printed out. Some of them, I'll tell them, put it in their calendar and every hour do a body scan. It shouldn't take more than 10, 15 seconds. Um, maybe put a star sticker somewhere in their life or a sticky note with a you know, body scan or whatever they want on it. Um, but just some kind of visual reminder to say, hey, I need to check in. I saw my reminder. I need to check in. What is tense? What am I guarding? And what can I let go? So hopefully these are helpful. I know it's a quick little episode here. Um, just wanted to really get some of these techniques out into your hands. So while we are thinking of different ways that we can help when our system is upregulated, maybe we're with a big crowd, maybe we're getting dragged along to a partner's um, or a friend's like holiday party. Maybe it's our own family that we're dealing with, whatever it may be. Sometimes it's really nice just to have some grounding techniques to help you kind of stay in your body and not feel like you're dissociating. So try and give them a shot, feet on the floor, clenching our fists for that nice release. Maybe we're doing some washing of the hands and do a box breath or a four, seven, eight breath. And then we can try that body scan. So I'll give a little bit of details of all these in the show notes. So hopefully you can take them with you and utilize them um, throughout the rest of the year and into the new year. If you have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out. If you have any suggestions or any techniques of grounding that you really enjoy, please share them. I'm always happy to do a follow-up episode or maybe drop them into the show notes for others to kind of click through and look at. Um, yeah, so we're wrapping up. We've only got one more episode for the year. That isn't the wrap-up. I'm not sure what we'll do for this last episode. Um, we'll figure it out before next week. And then after that, we will do our wrap-up, kind of review all the things of 2023, and then get ready for some uh, plans for 2024. So um, look forward to chatting with you again next week and then wrapping up with you at the end of the year. And then we'll be ready for a new 2024. Until next time. Cheers. Hey, everyone. Just a quick reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute providing medical advice or professional services. Please reach out to your primary care provider if you need any assistance.